Resist all those who would corral you into a frenzy. Resist those who will whip it up just to start a war. You are warned.
So uh, I, that the thing is, there's like uh, kick drum mistakes down there in the in the middle of it, where there's like an ad libbing kick drum and it didn't quite work. And I always meant to go back and fix that, be, and then eventually release this track. Hey, turn that, please. Right, we'll just be quiet. Is there any way? Uh, Okay. Um, okay. Well, we just had to wait for the uh, feedback to stop. No, but I, you know, and and the other thing is that you know to shoo away the uh, the demonic uh, aspect out there, which is is you know, right now, guys, you and I were being spied on. And uh, I mean, big time right now. And it's it's probably because, uh, just because of the noise we're making with um, Crazed House, where there you know lambs among the wolves, and uh, there's sparks flying, there's weird shit happening. But I can't, I can't go into it. But it's it's classic. I mean, Trish and I talk about it, but you know, Larry and I. But uh, it just it would see. The, I bring it up because you know, and that, and that's the other reason that I have. Uh, you know, 20 minutes of music going here in the beginning because that's shoo the flies away. You know what I'm saying? You get you, you feel me? <laughs> okay, so God works and I mean, I catch a glimpse of him every once in a while. Just praise the Lord. Oh, my eyes are on the Lord. You see? And all the chatter and all the talk and all the controversy and all the gossip and all the blah, 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 blah doesn't matter. And whatever anyone thinks or writes or says, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Truly, that the healing of God taking my eyes off man and onto him has saved my but, I mean, such grief I had where so many things were canceled and so many things were stopped 
because, you know, I would be shamed or I would be attacked in some way for being different or, or, you know, you know what I mean, the usual stuff. But then I would take it to heart like, oh, I'm no, if I wasn't here, everyone would be happy. And, you know, and you know what I mean? You know how far you can take that thread as far as you want, but it's plagued me. You know, we call it um, mommy abuse, you know. Uh, what else we call it? Mommy, mommy trauma. Mommy trauma, okay? In other words, the, the kid cut the kid down before there's any chance to develop a, uh, you know, a, a sense of self-worth or a sense of ego or a sense of personhood. Make sure that, that that person always has to have permission to breathe. Cut them down, you know, and ruin their life and exert your power. And it's kind of interesting when I see the, you know, the genital mutilation out there, too. I'm, it's almost like, you know, especially with boys, it's like cut them down, like cutting a tree down, you know. And uh, they can never be a man again. And that just, that's a real drive for some people. You know, for, the, the, for example, the entire sort of godless left of the world are, you know, they're blind and lost. You know, that's all you can say about them. And they're dangerous, you know, they're the ones that become the totalitarian. They're the ones that become the Adolf Hitler. They're the ones that become the, you know, the Chinese emperor. They're the ones that, you know, put to, you know, put to death anyone who disagrees with them. You know, you know the ones I mean. And they're godless, obviously. And their consciences have been seared. And they've joined society, which is basically Satan. But they can't see Satan. They they just know they're part of something that they better and they don't talk out of turn. They're like little automaton, little little trained seals. And whenever something strikes them differently or something is different, oh, they all go insane. And they will seek to stop whatever it is that's different, even kill it. And uh, and then the, what the Lord does is He says, no, 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 you know. Those people need to know the truth. So he sends out these lambs that look very, you know, like you could just run over them with a truck, you know what I mean? Taking candy from a baby, no problem. And sends them out there. Not understand, they don't understand these little lambs have supernatural capabilities far beyond witchcraft, far beyond any sorcery, far beyond anything that anyone can even imagine far beyond multidimensionality, far beyond quantum physics. And, you know, and furthermore, it's God working through them. In other words, the power that's being exerted is, is created by God and used by God and in using those vessels. So the vessels are not conscious, like throwing lightning bolts. They've got nothing to do with it. They're just, you know, we just give ourselves to God to be used as a vessel for his purpose. But then every once in a while, like I was saying, I catch what God is up to. And I'm like, oh, gee, that's, you know, and, and all the, the sort of, the, the, I guess I've spent my life being kind of like a, a little bit of a Trojan horse. I'll be sent in to the worlders. And without me doing anything, honestly, you know, just trying to behave and trying to talk softly and, you know, maybe not talk much at all, just kind of try to blend in all that, because that always fails. Who knows that out there? Always, it, sparks start, well, it's, it's the same principle as taking a, 
you know, two wires and hooking up the positive and negative of your battery. You know, the ground and the, and the hot. You know what I mean? You, you put that together and you blow the battery up. You put a lamb and, and a uh, worlder together, you know, a lamb and a non-lamb, let's put it that way, together in a room, it blows, the room blows up. People start manifesting all over the place. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just start, they go, start going insane. And they're like, get that thing out of here if they can detect it. But a lot of times God has it going on where no one detects it. You know what I mean? And then it's too late. And then everything just blows. And I see this. And, and part of it is called justice. The other part is called retribution. The other part is called vengeance. The other part is called, um, you know, uh, glory. <laughs> and the other part is called love. Because he loves people. He's not going to let... Because the godless, you know, the, the, the sort of politicos and the worlders and the, you know, you know, the people harping on science and they want to, the liars, they, they're, they are of their father, their father, the devil, but they don't know their father, but their father is the father of lies. So all they do all day long is lie, just basically all they do. And once you understand the words of the Bible where it says, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Well, you can't be equally yoked with unbelievers, first of all. It's not possible. I think what the Bible really means there is don't try to be yoked with unbelievers because it's going to end in disaster. And even with believers, if, if someone's going through something and they're fighting off a demon or something, they might not be quite on the same page as you. You know, there's that too. But, um, no, I watch it. I'm just, it's very interesting. And, and I've got, uh, you know, because here I am, a person, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the seer, definitely. <laughs> but I'm also a little bit enigmatic. And then I'm writing a you know, horror novel over here with very gruesome, you know, amazing, you know, gruesome, perverse, weird stuff. And then over here, I'm, you know, praising the Lord. And then over here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But, in all things, in all words, in all endeavors, in all music, in all books, in all screenplays, in all anything. I am, um, it's not me, really. You know, God has me there doing it, or it wouldn't get done. You know, when, when I wrote um, the novelization of Girl Next, which is true to the movie, you know what I mean? It's a novelization of the film, and um, it's a, uh, and I know people wanted to go beyond the film, and I, and I certainly wanted to take them there. Maybe that could be book two, you know what I mean? And just get off, off the, it, it was, the whole idea was to enhance the experience of Girl Next and things that they might not know, and fill in some of the backstory of the characters that, that we didn't have time to do in the film, and things like that, to deepen your understanding. But I mean, everybody, who's gotten into it wants to go forward. And everyone that is what I would put in that category of a worlder, you know, they're just so offended. You know, and here they are having, you know, they're having like, you know, gay sex and orgies in their movies and their TV shows and stuff. You know what I mean? But they're completely offended in mine. You know, it's like watching that. It's just, I just say, oh my God, I'm so, it's so sorry, but they've done something and I don't know what they've done. But they've done something to the satellite or something. Yeah, they haven't done anything. It's just going on. I, I can't 
All right, I'm back. I'm back live again. Well, I'm going to continue this podcast anyway. Uh, there's people here uh, putting a floor in, and uh, you know it's real messy. And you know since they got here, we've the internet's been really bad. So it was beautiful for so long until those people got here. Yeah. Uh, Okay, and Trish says it's not their fault. Well, it's somebody did something with electricity or something, okay? So anyway, I want to continue. So they, and and this has happened before, like, you know, know, at a dinner, a family dinner, things like that, where you're sitting there and you have nothing but peace and love in your heart for everybody at the table. And then they start going crazy. Because they can't handle the energy of you being there, and it's it's it, we might as well t- talk about this, folks. You know what I'm talking about. Aren't you glad someone's putting it into 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 form? So they okay. So on a bigger scale, like on a worldwide scale, you know, like okay, so really, you know, say independent film, you know, and all that. Um, so the people that kind of know they 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 watch because they 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 want to kill. They know it. They can feel it. You know they want to whatever they want to do. They want to stop us from doing anything. They want to kill us. And I, I I see that very clearly. And they want to get us in trouble or whatever. But it just see because it's God. They're really it's really them against God. You know what I mean? So I'm watching going. And I found myself praying for some of our uh, accusers and attackers today out there. And there are, you know, some very vicious ones. And, and I, I don't share that with you because I don't want to really go, go there myself. It doesn't really matter what people think or do. But, you know, some just amazing evil that, that you wouldn't believe. That the only way you could actually experience this kind of evil is you have to get out there in the world, okay, and be a lamb amongst the wolves. And then you will get the same thing. Because they persecuted me, they will persecute you because they bore false witness about against me, they bore it against you, so therefore rejoice. So they lie, and then we don't defend ourselves. <laughs> we just rejoice. And that's the, really the, the thing that has to be. There is no other alternative. And so then that drives them, see, and the other thing is, it's very important point here, when you're in their presence, you return good for evil. The snarky comment at the table, this, that, they're hoping you get up and just bolt away from the table insulted. Oh, I'm insulted. Oh, you know, uh-huh. how dare you? <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, they, they're, they're, they're hoping for that because that's what they would do. They wouldn't be able to last two seconds in your shoes. You know what I mean? They're weak and they know it. And they completely resent you. You know, it's it's kind of like the same thing how God hated Esau. Well, they hate you the way God hates Esau. And let me explain. It's because you don't need them. Right? God hated Esau because he, Esau didn't need God. Right? So it was anathema. Right? It's, 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 you know, and antipathy, uh, you know, oil and water. Positive, negative, never the twain shall meet, whatever you want to call it. So here we are. 
you know, and then, and then, you know, there's this problem. It's like, you know, so then on the side, pull you off to the side of the stage, you go, do you really want to cause all this problem? And I said, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't play dumb with me. What do you think? You mean Jesus? <laughs> I can't do anything about Jesus. Jesus is in me. It's like the Holy Spirit's in me. The Holy Ghost is in me 24-7. I, I, had, I don't, the Holy Ghost never leaves me. I always have the Holy Ghost. It's just whether or not I'm going to just go ahead and give myself to God and just be the, okay, I'll do anything, you know. And I'm kind of like at that point. But um, it's a pity they don't know the Most High because I think they would ditch the devil in a second if they understood the, you know, the love and the peace and the, 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 uh, the, the well-being, you know, the, the laughter that we experience. Really, whether alone, whether with people, it's, it's good all, every, every which way. In fact, I experience peace being around them. Knowing that, you know, they're, they're, they're just looking for that good spot, the, the sweet spot of my back to stick the knife in. Knowing the bigger the smile they have, the bigger the knife. Oh, yeah, well, we know that. But, um, you know, they, they, I just go to Psalm 91 then, you know. The, the God protects us from the, you know, the arrow that flies by night or day, you know, and, um, and the, the, the arrows being... You know, then they they try to do witchcraft, and if you're already aware that they're doing witchcraft, then you, you know, you get into prayer, you get in agreement with God. Then, my God, they just fall apart because they're seen with their witchcraft, and they've they, they've they've done some um, spells at us where we all got the same sickness at the same time, but but there was nothing that made us sick, and then we got over it. But I mean, you know, because we gave the whole thing over to God. And then, you know, and, and then we had to pray for them that, because we worry, what will God do to them? You know, you pick on the children of the Most High God, you're liable to get killed. And there's a lot of dead bodies. Govinda and I were talking about that. We used to talk about that. You know, the, even producer Mike and I would talk about that. All the dead bodies, all the dead worlders. They just rack them and stack them because they go up against... God's children, and they look like little lambs, take a candy from a baby, and the next thing you know, they're getting their ass kicked. I mean, as long as you don't interfere. If you jump in and want to take over yourself and play God, well, you might get your ass kicked then. That's a good way to, that's a good way to die, you know? If you want to live, don't do that. We are to be lambs among the wolves. We're not to be wolves among the wolves. It doesn't do me any good to scream and yell at, you know, I mean, I screamed and yelled at Larry Fink for about how many days ever since uh, August 8th. I've been yelling at, uh, at the, uh, you know, I'm just incensed about uh, the, the, the disgusting nature of the American government. And, um, you know, just the, the totalitarian, you know, the push and the forced jabs and the COVID. I mean, you just, you get to the point where it's just so disgusting and, and so stupid. But I... Really, I, I said, Lord, I'm going to repent for my tongue. I don't want to just say stupid. And he goes, I love it when you say stupid, when you say things are stupid, when you describe using the word stupid. Really? And I had to check and double check. Are you sure? Because it's such a kind of base thing to call someone stupid. You know, 
But sometimes, you know, it's like the F word. I mean, there's no other word that really will do in that context, in a certain context, you know. It's, and, and, you know, the, the Lord is like, you know, we don't want you to be like Calvary Chapel. I was watching the pastor of Calvary Chapel about, talking about Maui, how they found some bodies on Lanai, you know, like 300 bodies. They're not, you know, saying the body count. So the Calvary Chapel guy, and I forget his name, Forget his name. Uh, he's, he's, forget his face too. <laughs> forget his whole his whole life. I forget. But um, you know, just the vibe coming out. I took it in prayer this morning. I just said, you know, the Calvary Chapel's been, you know, like a, you know, a. Uh, it's it's the feeling that I get. It's, it's so oppressive and horrendous, and it's. I don't see how they exist. And and the Lord is in agreement with me. It's like, you know, they, they don't inquire of the Lord. They they say they read the Bible. They read the Bible thoroughly and they did not and they just seem to, you know, not understand, I guess, what it says. Because they use it as an excuse to grow their church or have a collective. I, I just don't get it, you know. Anyway, they're all involved in Maui, Calvary Chapel. They're all over Maui. And um, you know, they they're 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 not they wouldn't mention any of the real evil other than the obvious, you know, they're not telling you the body count. And now, you know, FEMA's putting a, um, a, you know, a fence around, around the evidence. I told you in a video recently um, that FEMA's there to cover up the evidence and that they're staying at the Four Seasons and the Grand Wailea and the Kiolani. And these are three hotels that uh, we've been to. We've been, I've been to each one of those. And the Four Seasons is, you know, the, the, the nicest one probably. The Kiolani has suites down by the the beach area that um, are like, you know, two-bedroom suites, you know, little kind of condo-type things, and then they've got other kind of rooms. And the um, and then the uh, Grand Wailea has got all kinds of combos of, you know, they've got lesser rooms, they've got grand, you know, you know $15,000 night suites and, you know, presidential suites and the whole bit. You know, Yakuza money from the is what launched that thing, that monstrosity. But it is a monstrosity. I mean, it's disgusting. It really is a disgusting hotel. But that's where they want to stay. Meanwhile, I understand that, you know, there's a, like in Kihei there next to them, there's a Red Lion. There's a, um, there are motels. There are, you know, that they could get for 250 a night. They say they're spending a thousand dollars a night in Gates Hotel. Well, the thing is about the Four Seasons, it's not a thousand dollars a night. You know, you get a glass of orange juice in the morning; it's fifty dollars. <laughs> I mean, remember? Yeah. We had a suite with your with your mother. Remember? Yeah. A long time ago. So I've done that whole thing, and I can tell you this: they have no business being there, and they're disgusting people, and. You know the 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 other thing is the other thing is um, I just God, there's so much I have to say to you today. God. Okay, and forgive me for rambling. Forgive me for going nonlinear, but here I go. Meanwhile, <laughs> that's what you do when you don't know right when it's going to be disjointed. Meanwhile, dot dot dot. Um, you, you know the sound of freedom which underestimates the actual human trafficking and pedophile, um, you know, uh, situation on earth, completely underestimates it. 
and completely ignores um uh, well i wouldn't say ignore but i mean there's there's a satanic ritual part of the whole thing as well and um you know you all you have to do is look at the evidence from the cartels and sacrifices and human sacrifices and you know, blood drinking cannibalization all that stuff is there it's all evidence but you go out there and talk about that around the godless left they'll try to tear you up and say you're just you know make you know satanic panic they'll say which is a completely debunked a complete lie they did that to debunk ted gunderson whom we knew and ted was a, one thing about ted he didn't lie he never lied not about uh you know that whole mcmartin preschool thing and all the satanic panic of the 80s that was all bullshit that was Oprah and Geraldo and other people covering it up uh, so that um, people wouldn't understand that the whole nature, the whole system depends on satanic sacraments. I would just call it satanic sacraments and satanic rituals of children that are then, you know, yes, the word is groomed, but they're, they're trained to accommodate, to, to succeed. And so they have to be trained first. And, and, and they're already doing it openly with uh, suggesting children go become sex workers. So it's in your face. It's in the open. And there are still people that are so backwards and so ignorant and so, um, you know, so uh, politically, you know, just encapsulated in some kind of a, a diseducational bubble that they're still cr- decrying satanic panic and, and, and saying that if you talk about a pedophile trafficking, you're a right winger. What the hell is that? And then they try to boot you out. And so with the documentary, you know, it's like it completely divides people. There are people that actually, and, and we went, well, you'll see it eventually, but we went light on it. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, the whole point was about how I became a writer, how I, how I dealt with trauma. It wasn't really, it's not an expose on on the state of, you know, abuse. It's just that the kind of abuse I went through is the kind of abuse that everybody, it was like the system. It wasn't like over here, over there. It was everyone, everything. And they can't see that. Well, they can. But then they're gatekeepers and they're liars. So they're going to lie about it, hoping that they're controllers or hoping they'll get a raise. But see, now you're dealing with God. And then, you know, and, and so let's go to the... Uh, the Sound of Freedom. Don't, don't start that with me. In The Sound of Freedom, it was rejected by, of course, Jeff Bezos, one of the chief you, you know, uh, uh, you know, criminals of the whole situation, and it was rejected by Netflix. Great bunch of people there, right? And, um, y- you know, I, and this is just, and th- like I said, The Sound of Freedom, it's just basically talking about, um, this is like... Light. It's rescuing children. They just rescued a bunch of children in cages. A truck driver did. They were in a pickup truck in cages, and he, and he, and he, and he was able to stop the truck. And I don't know what he did with the... The children were in cages. The children were in cages, and he let them out of the cages to freedom. That really happened. And they have the nerve to say that's some right-wing conspiracy theory. Well, when you see that, you know they are, they are liars, perverts, but here's what they really are. They're pedophiles. They're part of the trafficking. Or they wouldn't say that. Or they're enablers, meaning they look the other way. Right? Because they want a paycheck. 
and the paycheck comes from the pedocracy. So there, there you got a load of truth. Okay, so here we are. Now you better pray for us, man. I know, you pulled me through my uh, illness. They thought they had me there. <laughs> oh, man, they were just salivating at that one. But they watch. You notice I name my title something that's got nothing to do with what the content is. Hello, do you understand? You can't, if, you, if you're any, look, and even still, I'm, I'm being even, uh, they're craftier than that. But I mean, I have to be, you know, uh, aware. Like before I play on the freeway, I better make sure it's, you know, in the middle of the night when there's not many cars. So you guys are part of my drama now. You're part of my world drama. I'm a, world, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a global character in a world drama, but nobody can say that. No one, there is no Zeph. There is no Woody Keith. There is no background. There is no... It, it doesn't exist. It, there is no... But the Trojan horse has been let go. Amen. Uh, get him out of here, please. Okay. There he goes. He's becoming like Molly. He's really bird-dogging those uh, coyotes. I may have to shoot a couple of them. I, I don't want to, but that's what you have to do. You know, if they get to be too many. Thin the herd. What they're trying to do to humans, but humans are not animals. That's a big difference. Anyway, bottom line. So now there's this war going. And I'm when I see, you know, I mean, this has happened before. You know, I've experienced a lot of this before. I mean, I don't, don't know if I went into enough detail, but, you know, people that, you know, pose as Christian brother, et cetera, suddenly they just, when it starts getting hot, you know what I mean, they suddenly just don't know you. They're not going to have coffee with you. They're not going to be there at the table. They're not going to be seen with you. They're going to distance themselves you know, if the, if the documentary is controversial and it's just like causing all kinds of division and people just, just getting people crazy in the head, they're going to distance themselves. But there it is, planted in what I would call the extreme left, sort of, you know, communist, um, you, you know, uh, you know pro-mutilation <laughs> pro, pro uh, you, you know, uh, I, I don't even know what you would call these people. They're just, I, I, I feel sorry for them. I, I find myself praying that they would, that something would happen to, to, because if they don't change, you know, let's face it, folks, um, you know, life is going to get really shitty for them. I mean, it's, uh, they will be deserted when they get older. The only reason they have people around them is because, you know, because of youth, but once that youth starts going, they, 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 can't, they can't find a friend no matter what. You know, it's, they're just, they die alone or they get put into an old folks' home and they just <clears throat> babble themselves to death. <clears throat> they become like Mitch McConnell. And, um, yeah, no, it's another guy. That, these guys all give lip service to God. They don't mean any of it. And then now, now you see the consequences. There are consequences to, to don't think that just because I don't call you on it, I didn't see it or God didn't see it. Okay? 
I'm not any policeman or anything, but I mean, if you diss us, you know, and lie, you're taking on the entire kingdom of God. You're taking on a power that is infinitely more powerful than any Satan power or any world power or any, you know, kinetic power or psychic power or whatever, you know, new age power. You're taking on a power that can basically, uh, you know, end your life while you're still walking around. You're talking about a power that is in every mind, every thought, everything that exists. The presence of God is there. Whether they're pro or con God. Everything is seen. So, good thing if you have a good conscience, because, you know, you walk by that, that homeless bum, and this time you get a moving in your spirit, I better give him some money. You know, I understand that maybe a lot of these guys are fake out here, you know, they, have, they go home to condos and big screen TVs, but you know, for some reason I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta talk to this guy. And then if you don't, see what I mean? Now, that's the conscience. I mean, but that's also the spirit moving, saying, not this one, but this one. So that's God, right? And um, one time, you know, we, well, one time we, 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 we uh, uh, were, were doing a Thanksgiving dinner uh, mission, cooking these turkeys for the homeless, and, and uh, I got to know some of them, and, and they, were, <laughs> they were hiding in, the, like, the, the, the trenches and the, uh, you know, under under the you know the uh, you know the, the water runoffs underneath the road, you know stuff like that, and they come up to get that dinner, you know that beautiful turkey dinner and you know stuffing and cranberry sauce, you know the whole bit. I asked them, I said, "What are you going to do?" And they were stuffing their 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 pockets with like turkey and stuff, and then they ran, they were running off, and they go, "These guys just want to register you." And we don't want to be registered. Oh. You mean like in conform to society? Yes, F. Oh, yeah. Shoot. That, that makes sense. And that's why every once in a while the government rounds up the homeless and, and, and uses them for experiments on an underground basis. Mm-hmm. Like in Cabazon. Courtesy of Louis Jolion West. <laughs> I get it. So, you know, the, it's not just like training on the forklift. It's, there's more involved than that. <laughs> and then you get a success story every once in a while, like a one, one out of 50. You put it on the cover of the magazine. You're, look at our mission. It's really doing well. We need money from the government now. But no, I, I fully understand why a man or woman or even child would not want to be registered with the U.S. government and would not want to be chipped by them like a little piece of cattle is what they all are. And they're going to be a bunch of, you know, bah, bah, bah. They're going to be like that. And I was just it's so curious in the film thing, you know, because I, I watch films, I'm very disappointed a lot of the time because the directors don't seem to be able to... Uh, Deliver the goods, you know. So like almost, but not quite. You know that feeling. It's and 
the people that really should have money to make films don't have enough to really do it right and really compete on the open stage with the big time director. They they do a stinker movie and <laughs> everyone gives them a pass and it's they're like royalty. They can do no wrong. And so that's you have all these like lemmings who won't won't say anything and won't do anything. And certainly, you know, um, you know, I mean, so anyway, we, we walked in the lion's den and we're, you know, and they're, they're, you know, anyone that tries to say to me something like satanic panic, I was like, that's a shop worn old debunked myth that the left loves to point out, to make it look like they're not all pedophiles. Period. Period. Truth. Prove me wrong. You can't. I got so much proof, it'll just drown you in it. And I know all the players. I know all the people that are rescuing children. I, you know, I mean, I know of them. I, I'm not friends with them all, but I mean, I know who they are, and I know where they are, and I know what they've done. And that's all evidence. So, so it's like, okay, lambs among the wolves, but, but you can't just walk into those circles or those, you know, I know I might say film festivals, if you will. You can't just go there. It has to be a God-led thing if you be of Jesus. You don't see the, uh, you certainly don't see um, all the so-called Christian patriot video. You don't see them in any festival. You don't see uh, the Sound of Freedom at the uh, Venice Film Festival, do you? Or at, or at any any of them? You don't see... Um, why would Bezos deny Sound of Freedom? This is very, very interesting, because, I mean, we're, we're out here taking the rocks taking the blowback, taking the, the, the stupid... You know, I wish if they're going to lie, they would be intelligent, you know what I mean? But they're dumb fucks, you know? They're just programmed. You know what I mean? I just Usually I just walk away mid-sentence. Because I mean, I'm not interested in anything they have to say. They've already said enough and done enough to this world. They've caused my daughter to commit suicide. I've, I really, you know, I've had enough. I've had enough. One guy asked me, well, why, Zeph, did you decide to come out with your story now? And I'm like, my story's been on for 20 years, dude. But see, no one can see the Zeph report. <laughs> but, but see, now they're here. And they're watching. And I, they say, well, you know, you're like this, uh, you know, white Christian male conservative. I'm saying, I'm not conservative. I'm going to stop using the F-bomb. But then I don't want to be like Calvary Chapel. Oh, well, we'll figure it out. And, you know, this, it's really, to me, the two sides are there's God and then there's the world. And that's, that's it. There's not, you know, left or right, really, even. That's just their construct to get people to go at each other. There's, you know, decency and perversion. You know, making kids masturbate in the classroom if they don't want to, let's say, but forcing them through peer pressure 
because it's sex ed or whatever they do. I don't, I mean, that's, that's, you know, you hear this every day, what they're doing, you know, okay. Making them read porn that for sure. We have proof we have the books, we have all that, you know, and then told to do likewise, you know, the whole point of that is got to do with depopulation and nothing else. It doesn't have to do with people. Nobody cares whether you get off or not. Okay. Nobody. No one cares if you're a transgender or whatever you are, you're gay, you're this, you're that, you're any alternative, any, any of the above. Nobody cares. What they care about, and when I say nobody, I mean nobody of influence, nobody of, 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 of note, nobody of influence, nobody of power. The only thing they care about is that you don't reproduce yourself. Period. You understand that? Uh, no, they don't. I've, I've talked to them blue in the face with, Young people, you know, young actors and creative people, and they just want to go communist. And I'm like, well, communism is forced, you know, a, a, it's sex abuse in the in classroom. It's forced abortions. It's post-birth abortions. And, you know, now the big thing now is organ harvesting. So they have to keep the, you know, lie to the families, keep the, cor- the corpse alive, harvest it, then kill it, then tell the family the the... the your, your dad passed away or your son passed away or whatever it is. Too much money involved. There's more money in organ harvesting than there is in fentanyl or than there is in, 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 in child sex trafficking, which is huge. You're talking about, you know, millions of children here, you know, missing and, and millions coming across the border and then being picked up by and put in cages and then driven to... Uh, a hub where they distribute the, the children for the nefarious purposes. One of them included is snuff films. Snuff films are a great source of, um, you know, a, a real a, a social lubricant for people that are, you know, really hardcore, you know, into the into the hardcore sex where you need you need a sacrifice in order to to you know ejaculate. I'm sorry to be so gross there, but that's really. You know, they watch, um, you know, like they'll, they'll get the private television of a live, of a plane going down and a terrified look on people's faces as it's, you know, as it's getting to ground zero. And, you know, they, they, can't, they just can't wait to get off on that. You know, live is live. You can imagine down, down in the situation room, they're all. <laughs> oh, dear God. Well. It wouldn't be funny if it was. It's true. I mean, it's all that. All that's true. In fact, I was even asked by you know people if I was in the NSA because I knew all this stuff in two thousand, you know, the year two thousand or the year nineteen ninety five or whatever year you want to pick. And they said, "Well, how do you know about that? Like that closed circuit TV thing?" And I said, "I, just, the Lord shows me things, you know." And then I got a big confirm from. Uh, from, you know, from, from people, you know, say, connected to that system, you know, NSA. So, and they thought I was NSA. And how do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how I know it. God knows it, and then God tells me to say it, and then, you know, then it gets everybody all stirred up. But now, everybody is, uh, already knows all this. Everybody knows everything now. And you still have people saying satanic pang. You know what they did to that poor um, girl? Um, gosh, I feel sorry for her. Uh, Bryce Taylor. Um, 
Sue Ford. I mean, I don't know her personally, but I kind of know her from her narrative, you know, from the prose that she writes. And she didn't lie about Hollywood celebrities at all. See, they're just gatekeepers trying to keep that lid on stuff. And so they want to deem anyone that says anything about it some kind of right-winger. But the problem is that that ship has sailed. That's past. Everyone knows Satanic Panic was debunked, and it's bullshit. Anyone pushing it is a moron in, or evil, pure evil, or a gatekeeper, somebody that's trying to keep the truth from the public. You, these people never talked to Ted Gunderson. They never knew what was going on in Los Angeles. They never knew the real story. They didn't care. They just said, oh, here it is. It's debunked. Oprah debunked it. Oh, Oprah, I see. Oprah, who we have tape of talking about that all, all children's penises need to be rubbed because it, it feels good. Remember that little video? Well, you know, my daughter's dead. What are you going to do about that, Oprah? Huh? I guess she didn't survive the abuse, huh? The training, I'm sorry, the training. She didn't survive the training that you gave her and told her to keep it a secret. So she's dead. And you killed her. You know, if it was a gun, you pulled the trigger. But the system that killed her, and when, well, she was too weak. No, she was heavily traumatized from abuse and the expectation to put out at a you know, prepubescent age. That's what happened. And then she wanted to be abused and she wanted to be loved and have children and all that, but, but she, she couldn't get over. She was just hardwired to want to be hurt. And so she killed herself. I, I guess I'm, I'm the only one that's going to sum up her situation perfectly. 100% accuracy. And in, in such concise terms, like in, a, in small sentences that anyone could understand. So here we have all these people pushing the thing that killed my daughter, basically. I mean, if she had her tits cut off and all that, and all that, I mean, she, she would have killed herself long before that. She was not that stupid. And then you got to be really brainwashed to go. I mean, imagine these teachers that are, I saw one saying, well, and then you can start the puberty blockers. This woman turned her son into a, you know, a transvestite, basically, and then they're they're now talking puberty blockers, and we have a video of the meeting. And the doctor, this doctor, not a doctor. This doctor should be taken out and hung, you know, or whatever whatever she is. She's an abomination. That you know, puberty blockers, you don't do that with God's creation. You just you're just an idiot. And then she sacrificed her own son. Who, who basically, you know, is you know, headed toward the mental hospital for sure, if he's lucky. And so, yeah, I think it was time for the documentary to come out and show, to inspire people how I dealt with the trauma. I dealt with, I mean, I, I didn't have anywhere to go. Everywhere I went to try to get relief, they just said, oh, you got to lock him up, lock him up, lock, get him out of here, get it out of here, get it, it. get it out of here. And then, you know, okay, you know, 
he, you know, he's going to, he's going to commit suicide. We got a team on that. Okay. Just call me when it's over. Mommy dearest says fully aware of the whole thing. In fact, commissioned it. And then I love you, mom. Well, God saved you. You shouldn't have made it through that. Yeah. So I went, I got some some counseling for (laughs) betrayal. I said, I have a lot of, to the counselor, I have a lot of betrayal in my life. (laughs) Well, you know, mother is the environment. You know, new age, you know, mother is the environment. It's like mommy betrayal. You know, and and it's like, well, you know, but it's weird because, see, we, you know, have this weird kind of love for each other, yet, um, you know, I'm uh, on the chopping block to be killed every every other week. I had to actually move out of L.A. And, 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 and you know, so anyway, it was a tough thing. So, you know, I thought, well, here we are um, coming into, you know, a later stage of life here. Not slowing down, though. Writing more, producing more than ever. And, um, you know, it was time. It was like, well, if I don't have the story down in a form like, you know, like this doc. The doc was <clears throat> went easy on it, kind of, you know what I mean? And really, the kind of things my grandfather did and my, my you know, my parents and my friends and that that it's pure evil, you know, they, they have to be brought to account. And I'm not complaining. I forgive. I've, uh, you know, forgiven everything, everyone involved, you know, and I just, I just pray for their peace, really. You know, and in the end, I, I, I helped to bring my grandfather to, to Christ in a, in a, not an overt way, but in a subtle way. You know, he had a repentance and then, he actually converted. He, well, he converted to Catholicism at the last minute. He was in St. John's Hospital in uh, Santa Monica. And he converted at the last minute, you know, and, and he waited till the, like the, almost done, the last breath. But in that conversion, he accepted Jesus, you know what I mean? He, he got Jesus, and I, I saw it. I felt it. <clears throat> so, you know, mission accomplished. And... Um, you know, I was glad for that because he was, you know, a completely different person later in life. But earlier he was completely Machiavellian, you know. He's the, uh, you disagree with him, you cement shoes in the, in the harbor, you know. It's just, it's just like that, right? If you're the boss of a city, or you're, you're running things behind the scenes, you know, he's a behind-the-scene guy. Like the behind-the-scene guys that you don't see right now in Maui. You know, the kind of guy that makes a phone call and all of a sudden there's like, you know, every, every, corner has a stop sign in Beverly Hills, you know, two days later, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, you never see it coming, you know, anyone who's in the way of progress and grand jury, uh, the insurance company is going to be sued for a hundred million dollars. And there's one witness going to testify at the grand jury that's coming up in a, you know, a few days. Uh, do they get there or not? No, they don't get there. Something happens. Gee, it's just the weirdest thing, you know, things like that. So, you know, it's, the world is what it is, but the world is nothing without God. You see, with God, the world is complete. You know, the 
evil ones, you know, the, the, the crowd that, that runs with the, you know, give me, give me, give me, I need, I need that. Oh, yeah, I want that gold ring. I want that TV. I want that car. I want to look good. I need to be, you know, and, and they, they're proud of themselves, which is the most odd thing in the world because everything they got is demonic. You know I mean, and all of it will be taken away and, we'll, and they're, they're going to be trashed in the end anyway. They will be as if they never were, if they don't change course. And they won't because they owe so much to, you know, every paycheck to uh, the, the system, which they say isn't Satan. But then they have to agree, though, but there are supernatural things that govern it, like gatekeeping. And so you saw, you saw, you know, what happened to sound, you know, the, you know, the, the, uh, the, the trafficking. But here's the thing. You know, you saw Bezos and, and Netflix reject it. There is no reason to reject it unless they are pedophile organizations, period. Unless there was truth there. If there's truth, Bezos won't want it. That's why whenever I go to Prime to find something to watch, I, I turn it off because I see directors pulling their punches because they're afraid of doing anything that will get them kicked out. So the whole film industry is like that. All the film festivals are like that too. All politically correct. I mean, the film festivals are more, are more lenient. They're more creative, let's say, than commercial. But I mean, it's still, right? You can, you can put shocking stuff. Like you could probably put that Kubrick film that guy did, you know, I'm trying to prove uh, the moon thing or whatever. That, that, uh, you, I think that was a festival darling for a while. But it did wind up kind of as a doc on Netflix eventually. But... Anything, you know, that's not really a breakthrough truth. That's not really a, you know, but I mean, Kubrick was a guy that said, you know, he had to move to England, okay? He had to move there because he said the world is run by pedophiles. So I'm in pretty good company. I mean, that's what I saw growing up. You know, I'm talking about, it was just the system. It was more the system than it was some peculiar pervert or something in a car. Come on and have some candy, kiddo. No, no, that's not the way it works. It's more of a collective. Here's a group of kids. Now you all know what to do, kids. Okay, take your clothes off. You know, that sort of thing. I don't know. I, you, know, it, 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 you, know, you know, now is the time to put that doc out, my own story. Hallelujah. And the reason I put it out there was to help, you know, to help, but, to, but not to lose the story. And also, when these scared little babies is what they are, they're just babies who can't handle it, when uh, they want to go shooting their mouths off, and you know we can, we, we, you know, and, and making up stuff and lying, we have the Zeph report. You know, you can check up on me. They before they they go off half cock. What they should do is they should listen to some Zeph reports and say, "Oh, the Zeph report's really horrifying." You know. And, and they should, but, but see, there's an established tradition there. And you guys are part of it, you know. And that established tradition says that I've been on this truth for a long time. This is not some recent thing with a documentary. The documentary is the fruit of, you know, it's kind of like, well, we were moved. It was time, you know. This is God's timing. And he's, he's got it, used it as a, some kind of a Trojan horse because it's got a signature on it. It's got a spirit on it, and they can't see it. They're blind. All, all they know is it makes them go crazy. It divides. It, it, people scream at each other. It's, it's insane.
it's insane that it's out there. And um, I'm trying to I'm trying to really you know talk with Larry about it too because you know this is the kind of things that happen is is you know I'm, I'm trying to you know get both of us and all of us and hopefully everybody to understand the walk with Christ. Come, you know, let God be God. You can't control what you know people are going to say or do out there about your you know you put a film out there you put a music thing out there. You know, and if, if, if people are going to review it, they can say all kinds of nasty things or good things. If you're a child of God, though, they're probably, you know, I mean, I've seen them take a, a perfectly good book and give it like one star on Amazon. It just stays there at one star, even though it's brilliant. Right? I, I can't think of an example right now, but, you know, and it's all based on who the people are. I say, take a look at who I am. Come on. I'm out there. I invite you. Come on. You know, I, I would rather have zero, um, you know, uh, you know, you want to mark us down, put it at zero. I'd be more happy with that. Tell me, I have no business even being around. Yeah, put, put that in there. You know, and then what I will say is, you know, what are you going to do? There are gatekeepers and liars. They're defending the, the, the pedophile system because that's what they are. They're, they're enabling it. They're enabling child kidnapping and murder. Great. Come on. Let's go. Come on, you guys. You have, a, have a shot at me right here. Come on. But take it all in. Take it all in. Take the music in, too. Take it all in. Add it all up at the end of the day. Go ahead. And see what you come up with. And we know what they would come up with. It would, if they could tolerate that, which they can't, they can't tolerate 30 seconds, it would fry, the, it would fry them. Because if their conscience is seared, it would, it would unsear it, and then they would feel ashamed and guilty and awful, and, you know, and they don't want to do that. So they want to out, you know, export that uh, to, uh, you know, to lambs. And it was their fault. Scapegoats, it's their fault. No, they're making it all up. They're, just, they're crazy. They need me in a mental hospital. Right? And, it, and it's all lies. The mental hospital was all lies. All lies. You're there because you're going to speak truth. And they can't have that. So they put you in there to destroy your credibility so you can never speak again. They cut your tongue out of your throat, but they do it with a mental hospital rather than a little blade like they might have done in the Middle Ages. Okay? To me, if you haven't been in the nut house or jail, you haven't, you haven't lived yet. You haven't done anything. And then they, then they go around parading around their virtue signaling and all that. They're not, they're not for human rights. They're not for rights of transgenders. They're not for rights of gays. They're not for rights of anybody. They're totalitarians. And they're basically about obey them or die. That's their basic motto. You know, you don't come in here just saying anything you want, Zeph. Just doing a documentary, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's horrible. It should never have been here. Well, the guy that invited us to that last festival, that's the, the head of the whole thing. He, he apparently, you know, so don't get me wrong. We get positive reviews. We get, uh, we get people, like, raising their eyebrows. We get people too scared to continue with that just don't want to be seen with us. We get people that are embracing. We get all kinds of reactions out there. It's wild. But see, I'm watching God do this. 
That's what I mean. It's, I'm not doing anything. I, I'm not doing anything. It, this situation exists, though. And uh, now it's moving on to a you know, prestigious uh, horror fest. And, um, you know, God help them. You know, God help people that are trying to, trying to figure me out. I say, well, just do some research. You know, look at my soul. Look at my heart. Look at my mind. I invite you. Interview me. One person backed out of the interview. They go, that, that documentary triggered me. <laughs> of course, you know, nobody believes that. No one would believe that. It's total bullshit. But that's the, you know, it's, that's what we're seeing just sparks fly. And so I want to strengthen Larry Wade Carroll to keep him in prayer too, would you please? Because, uh, you know, that God is sort of, you know, he has us in the Paul situation now. Kind of like Paul and Silas. <laughs> and maybe not with prison chains, but with, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, well, you understand the situation, right? People say, well, why are you doing that? I don't know. Why didn't we just make a movie about the Bible? Why didn't we, you know, <laughs> I don't, I understand it kind of the way God explains it to me, you know, but it's kind of like we got to go to where, where the action is, right? We got to get, we, we, Jesus sends us out amongst them in twos, two of us at a time, right? And if they don't receive our word, we have to dust off our sandals because it's going to be worse for them than Sodom and Gomorrah. If they reject the, the word or reject us, See, this is the thing. When you send us, it's not like sending just some, you know, know-nothing human being. It comes with an agenda. Not my agenda. I, it's not in my head. I'm not doing anything. I'm just trying to be peaceful and, and without blame and polite and kind and helpful. Of course, none of that matters. They're, they're, they're going to complain anyway. So, but, but then the next thing is that it, it sets off, uh, you, know, uh, you know, these little firestorms. And it's had nothing to do with me personally or Larry personally or Trish or anyone here at Crazed House. It has nothing, it, it's not personal. Do you know what I mean? It's God doing something. You know, he made he got us to make that thing, and then he got us to put it out there. It's not even we, you know, we did the very best we could do, and we're very pleased, and you know, no apology. I think it's a great work, and it shows an awful lot of skill on the part of Larry, and um, you know, I think that anyone, I mean, anyone that sees it, you know, the, the other documentaries just fade away. Yeah, you know, that's what I hear. That's the one they applaud that. When this screened in London, packed house, and you know they waited to the end and nobody left, and, and got uh, full applause at the end. And that was the last screening of the entire festival. They put us last. You ever heard the first shall be last, but the last shall be first? <laughs> ha 
You watch God work, you know, they put us last because they don't want to cause a controversy, and yet that's the very thing that causes the controversy. But they don't know it. They don't understand. They don't get it. They don't see. <laughs> so on to the next one. And, you know, the doc is important for anybody that's been, you know, destroyed. My life was completely destroyed, you know, um, you know, couldn't get into any any school, couldn't get training, couldn't get anything because I had a, a bad record, a bad reputation. Uh, I, I didn't do anything wrong. It just, it was manufactured because of the fact that I was not uh, down with the pedophilia. I wasn't down with the satanic, uh, you know, um, ways and sacraments, which were going on all over the place. Kids, you know, becoming assassins and being proud of themselves, you know. Just unreal and, and completely hidden. And everyone, you know, and everyone just keeps kicking the can down the road. Now we have a world that's about to go extinct because of them. It's 100% their fault. It's always their fault. But they like to say it's always ours. It's never my, it's not my fault. It's no, no lamb has any responsibility at all. If you were a pure heart and a lamb, you accepted Jesus, and you didn't sell your soul or whatever, uh, it's not your fault. If you tried to sell your soul and you walked along with the devil for a while, you're a prodigal son, whatever, you have no responsibility whatsoever. You're washed clean. As far as I'm concerned, there's no difference between either category, being innocent or being wily, and then getting, because Jesus restores innocence. If someone truly has Jesus, they might have been your assassin. You can have them to dinner, celebrate Christmas, whatever. They're your brother. That's the way it works. It's, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Wonderful counselor. And, you know, and I'm watching all this happen, and I realized the need to get into, you know, I was going to just read the word, you know, from now on, I'm just going to read the word. You know, I was like, I'm just going to read, read you the Bible, and, and I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to read the Bible from now on live. And then I realized, but that's been done. So I think it's important to read the Bible, but then, then speak. You know, and try to pull it together. But I'm assuming you're, you're reading your Bible. Why the Bible? The Bible is a supernatural document. Right, Benz? No, you're not going to be just barking there. Benz has gotten huge. The Bible is a supernatural document. And it, it's weird. It's just it changes for each person. And that it, it's, I've never seen anything like it. There's no book that I know of that's actually living. Like, it, it, it morphs and changes. It, same words, but things change. Things move. And I know it's a ref, the real word is written in our hearts. The real word's written in the ether. The real word is written in the DNA. The real word is written uh, in everything God created. So, you know, uh, it, there's no point in reading the Bible if you're not getting anything out of it, though. And you can read it by getting an audio book if you want. Or, you know, or just let God d determine, you know, because, you know, these legalistic people are like, you need to read your Bible a half hour a day or you're not really, you know. People that do that reject, reject them out of hand. You know, when, when we say living word, I am the living word. Right? You are the living word. We are the living word.
They are not the living word. You know, I have all the Bibles in me. Just like the book of Eli, I could recreate it. Not from memory, but from what's in me. So therefore, it's, the whole Bible is, you know, the wisdom of it is in the spirit within me and comes when the Lord utter, pushes me to say something or brings an understanding. And um, if I didn't go at it that way, and, and I'm a big believer in just, you know, flipping through until you find something inspiring and then just digging in. Big believer, because that's meant for you. That verse is meant for you. And also, it makes you less lonely because it's your friend. So you feel the presence of God, and then you feel good, right? Because you're in the presence of the Almighty. And if you earnestly open that book and you're there in it, you're in the Spirit, uh, you're in the presence of God, and thank God you opened the book that day. When I'm in the presence of God, I don't care what they say, do, think, whatever. You know what I mean? They're going to they're, they're gonna say it. They're going to do it anyway. Because Jesus already told, he's already told me, you know, that, that uh, you know, whatever you do in this world, the worlders are going to just come try to, 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 to crap all over. I mean, look at, if you look at, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, the uh, and, and, you know, therefore, have a little more compassion for us, have a little more prayer for us, have a little more understanding of what we're up against. Because it's not the same for us as it is, is for them. It's not fair, is one thing. But, but see, we don't base that on human, the human idea of fairness. It's not the same. It's, it's a two-tiered you know, thing, kind of like the justice system has become. And um, a lot of people would say, well, then don't do it. Don't do it. Well, if God wants us to do it, and we do it, uh, he uses it for his purposes, uh, I can't. I can't really deny God, you know. And how do you know it's God? Well, I know it's God, or I wouldn't do it. It's too hard. You should have seen how they manifested on the set of Girl Next. Oh my God, they just went insane. They they tried to get us in trouble with lawsuits. They tried to to break the production. They tried to do everything. They put six 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 on the slate. They did, you know. They they lied about money. They wouldn't, you know, charged up. Uh, Stuff at Walmart, they lie, 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 lie the whole time. And yet, we have the victory. How is it that we got the victory with that much opposition? I mean, literally everyone. Yeah. Literally every single person. Because if someone wasn't going along with the, the, you know, they kept wanting to mutiny, but it never really happened. So we were praying in the middle. We, one time we prayed in the middle of the cafeteria in, in, in front of all of them. It was me, Larry, and Trish. And in front of all of them, you know, we were sitting there praying. <laughs> we prayed for the weather to break because we were going to get rained out and we we're going to we we're going to really be in trouble. And and the sky parted. We told them, "Don't move the camera, leave it right there." And then they're like, "Oh, pissed, pissed. We we're going to get our shot. Damn it, damn it. We got to stop them." And so basically, you're up against Antifa the whole time. Antifa, of course, works for George Soros. So, you know, so these guys are like white supremacists 
and then they call everyone a white supremacist. These guys are totalitarian, authoritarian, they call everyone totalitarian. These guys are racist, and they call all people they don't like racist. So whatever they say, that's what they are. And so better watch out when you write something about us because it's going to come back on you. I'll just say this. You pick you know, a fight with the Most High, you know, I mean, that's like playing on the freeway. You're insane. You're insane. All the most, it doesn't matter whether you like us or hate us. It just matters that you're honest, which you can't be because your whole life is lies. Don't worry. It's coming. It'll come for you. It comes for everybody. The Lord broke me because he wanted me and I was being, doing my own thing. And I got smashed to the ground, almost died several times because uh, I was stubborn. And the Lord broke me, and I'm so grateful he did. And if he did that to me, he'll do it to you. He'll do it to any human being. If you're in the way of the children of the Most High and in the way of any plan of God, he will mow you over like a steamroller. There'll be nothing left of you. You'll just be flattened on the pavement. There'll be like a, a, you know, a memory of you, and then people will forget you. That, that's the, um, it, that's, you, you, it would be, you would do well to re-educate yourselves, you know, to, to, to understand what the world is, number one, who you are, number two, and what is the purpose of life, three. And if you could figure that out, which is pretty easy to figure out, you, uh, let me give you a hint. You start with this. It's not about me. Say this three times in the mirror. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. Go ahead. You can do it. It's not about me. It's not about me. Because, you know, what healed me from traumas of the past, I couldn't even do what I'm doing now had I been plagued with those. I feel guilty. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. You know, the only thing that makes me able to to say the truth and to, to stand up on it is is the um, love of God and you know, the, the power of Jesus, the power of the Spirit, which trumps the power of the world. He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. I hold on to that. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's 100% true. So knowing that, it, then, then I should be bold, as I ought to be bold. As, as Paul said, I, I should speak boldly as I ought to speak. Because he that's in the world does not hold a candle that he, that, to he that's in me. And if, you, if, you, if you're into this whole sexist thing, you can say, it that is in me. You know, they that's in me works with, you know, they as a pronoun works with the Lord too. The Elohim. Well, that's plural. Well, it's plural, but, you know, it's, there's a trinity and that's singular. There's Elohim, but that's really singular in the end. It's all about the one thing. It's not about three things or five things or ten things. But you'll learn that as you mature. You'll understand that it's uh, a lot simpler than we make it. Because, you know, for whatever reason, he loves us. But he wants to use us. See, that's the main thing. It's not like he loves you, period. It's that he loves you and needs you to do his will. That's why he created you. So see, that all lines up. Why would, what's the purpose of life? Uh, to serve God and him only do I serve. 
and follow his ways. That's just be in, a, be in agreement and alignment with God. That's my the purpose of life. And then whatever he has you doing, you know, pumping gas, making a movie, you know, doing a recording, uh, you know, doing construction, building a, you know, building a house, it doesn't really matter. You know, stacking bricks, making bricks, you know, uh, selling supplements, whatever. It, all those are secondary. Your career is it, your career is meaningless. God gave you that career for a reason, so He could use you. He didn't give you the career so you could feed your family and then and then you know and then agonize over where you're going to get a pay raise or not or a promotion. That is not why you have a job. You have a job because it was given to you. And now show respect by saying, "Okay, thank you, Lord, for the provision. Uh, let me serve you. How may I serve you now?" Huh? Bond servant of Christ. Ever heard that one? And then, and then, you know, Jesus being the Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the world, the cornerstone, um, is, you know, go read John 17 again for the umpteen billionth time. I mean, that's, we stress that a lot here from 15 through 17. Because 17 shows you the identity of you and me and Jesus and God as one. 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 Now, you can use your free will and be separate and take your chances. Bow down to Satan in the world. He'll give you all kinds of little trinkets and he'll give you a nice fresh start. But then you'll see a lot of people around you are doing some pretty evil things and they're getting promotions. And you're like, that's a line you don't want to cross. You don't want to hurt somebody, do you? Just for your own selfish need? You sacrifice somebody so you can, because you're more important. Oh, <laughs> then you'll be like a lot of the, uh, you know, like these uh, demons in Hollywood that think they're entertainers. They just, they're just um, possessed. You know, it'd be nice if they were there to enjoy their success, but they're not even, nobody home. <laughs> the whole purpose of these, uh, you know, concerts in the future will be for um, sacrifices, you know, will be for murders. That's why the concerts. There's always, you know, lately there's been, you know, more and more deaths surrounding concerts. And, you know, this will become, you know, people will finally realize, hey, we need to bring, bring gladiator fights back. We need, we need some real blood here. Yeah, so, so they want blood. When you, you know, I have blood. I have the blood of Christ, and I'm satisfied. You know, you should inform the band, yes, that before they go on saying they're satisfied with their little, uh, you know, little magic trick, you should just show them Christ and say, you know, here's the blood of Christ, I'm satisfied. Here's the flesh, here's the blood. They don't even understand that the, the sacrifice is, you know, God, um, you know, arranging a, a, you know, a, a legal and practical framework for escape from a hellhole that is dressed up like a circus. Dressed up like a doll. But all that glitters is not gold, my friends, as you know. Anyway, the other statement I think that really fits, you know, in, in, you know, in film you know, in the arts is nobody knows anything, you know, no critic, 
No, no executive, no, no producer, no director, no writer. Nobody knows anything. That's what's wonderful about it. You just, you know, you go with what you've got. You hope for the best. You do it to the best of your ability and you offer it as your, this is your gift to this project. Knowing you've done the very best you can do and it doesn't matter what anyone says, what anyone does, it doesn't matter anyone's opinion, what matters is that you are satisfied with the work that you've done. That is all that is, and if they are all against it, you can just laugh. But you gotta have a really strong faith and then, you know, in God. So you can just laugh because it really doesn't matter what they think or say. And if it's, if it's really good, they're going to reject it. You know that. If it's really good, it gets one star. If it's, if it's you know, kicking the, the can down the road, it'll get four stars, let's say. <laughs> Five. It'll, it'll be in variety. You know what I mean? And so, so, you know, if it challenges people, it'll get one or, or half or, or be banned. Uh, the guys that made, um, you know, uh, The uh, Sound of Freedom can be very proud of being rejected by Netflix and, and Bezos. Those are two completely lost, idiotic organizations who don't know anything about movie making. If they did, you guys would watch more. I don't hear a lot of people watching, right? We, you're like me, you're going back for the older stuff because you just can't get, it's just like, well, almost, well, three quarters, well, okay, three out of five, you know, not quite. And then what I would do is go on to, um, I would look, Trish and I used to look for, for films that were two stars and below to watch. And we had an unbelievably great films. But because they said something, they were, they were blocked by gatekeepers. So we found great films by doing it that way. I mean, really great. You know, like world class. It's like, if we were in a normal, fair world, those would be celebrated. But since we're not, mediocrity is celebrated. Why? Because it doesn't challenge the status quo. That's why. Because they want to keep things the same. Because the whole purpose of Netflix is, you know, basically circus. To keep you occupied. It's got nothing to do with, with excellence or arts. It has to do with keeping you occupied. That's like the whole movie business. Keeping you occupied. You know, the record business, too, has gone broke. And uh, more and more people are realizing you cannot make money in, in, in music anymore. You know, I mean, I guess the streamers can, you know, with advertising. But, I mean, other than that, there's no money in it. Back in the day, you had, you know, excellent bands. And, you know, they, they, were, on, they were on all different sides of the spiritual spectrum. You know, you had the satanic rockers, right? You had Led Zeppelin that influenced everybody and... You'd go get that record, you know, and you'd, you'd get an English import and you'd go play and listen to it for hours and read the notes for hours. I mean, all that experience, all that enjoyment, all that, uh, the, the, that, uh, the, the, the power that it all had, um, you know, that's just not there anymore. Now it's just singles and sound bites and TikTok, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. You go beyond a minute or two, they don't listen. I get more feedback when I do, if I do a video and I keep it down to like one minute, it gets lots of people to see it. If it goes beyond one minute, they don't. <laughs> so that, that, that's it. So you don't, so don't, you don't take any of these, um, like Rolling Stone magazine. Do you, does anyone take that seriously? Only, um, you know, Politico, liberals, 
uh, arrogant liberals, mainly educated in you know East Coast schools. You know what I mean? It's in, in big cities. Uh, you, you know, would would go for this? Would, would would agree? And all the artists, right? All the musicians, um, conform. You, you know, they don't want to piss the liberal off. When I say liberal, I I don't mean there's a conservative side too. There is no conservative side. That when I say liberal, I just mean communist. Now I don't. I mean, you know, leftist, communist, socialist, totalitarian, authoritarian. You know, lockdowns, fake COVID. Look what they did with fake COVID. They just they published article after article about how all the facts of like you know people like you know Dr. Peter McCullough or Judy Mikovits or any of these. Uh, any of the I, there's a lot of other names that have, that have been pioneers in, in getting the information to the people and what you have to do to survive. All they do is put those people down as right-wing extremists. And the, it's like, if you want to live, oh, that's, that's, that's racist. So they've blown their credibility. So there's no need to listen to them ever. I don't, it's been years since I've tuned into something like MSNBC or any, any of them. I just see sound bites once in a while, and they're always disappointing because they're always lying. I've never seen them ever say the truth. Every once in a while, like when they report the weather. But then again, uh, the one guy I saw was, was saying something about the weather and their military exercises, and that's causing some, some kind of problem with the weather. That was interesting. And that was one slip one day. It's, it's floating around out there. That everything is reduced to sound bites, and that's how we know this is the end of civilization. Okay, now let's get to the important part of the, uh, the, the pod. This is the end of civilization. This is the end of civility. This is the end of the arts. This is the end. Zed, Z-E-D. My initials, God tells me, you know, you're all, all you're, my destiny is always to be present at the end. At the end of the school collapsing, at the end of this happening, at the end of that, and at the end of the world. And so, you know, uh, I didn't make much of it. I, I wondered why it was so important to God that when I picked a pseudonym for the writing of the book Lamb, which is a great book that uh, has been buried, and... Um, <laughs> It's okay. I, I forgive everyone. You know, I'm just amazed at, uh, that I write the book and then, and then and, you know, real Christian leaders distance themselves from me. They say, well, you had a lesbian scene in there. It's like, oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it wasn't gratuitous. It was... <laughs> It just happened to be, you know, part of the characterization of, of many different characters and many different chapters. Anyway, it's okay. It's it's um, you know, you have to be in the world to do left behind. So you wouldn't be a Christian. You'd be Antichrist. Antichrist published Left Behind. Antichrist publishes all the UFO books. Antichrist publishes the people published and, you know, creates the radio shows to keep all the sheeple <laughs> on the line. You know, and then the intelligentsia, i.e. the world, the New York book publishing, the, the real movers and shakers, which is, is a joke because most of the, their books are boring. 
You, when you don't tell the truth, you get boring. You know, you just get bored. You just get boring. At what point do you, you know, you pull your punch, you characterize people, you have talent, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, what about truth? Fiction is a lie that tells the truth. Poetry is dead if it doesn't tell the truth. And, you know, we had, you know, Shakespeare. I guess that was the end of that. <laughs> but uh, in Hollywood, the screenplays do not tell the truth, by and large. They, they tell an agenda or, you know, someone's particular bent on, on a subject. You know, just, uh, you know, and the Vietnam War is evil or the... You know, Trump supporters are evil or the, you know, this is good, this is bad. Gatekeepers. Mind control lockers. Locking your mind so that you think a certain pattern about certain things. And that's what uh, movies are used for. So I think it's, you know, I, I'm not surprised that God would release um, the Crazed House uh, material, which is highly inflammatory into that uh, situation of complacency, lies, cutthroatedness, and, um, you know, just, just basic evil. You know, oh, no, no, don't worry. The oil business is more evil than the film business. <laughs> no, no, you don't get the crown. <laughs> you know, and the, the big... You know, all these um, directors running to do trans movies when the trans fad was going, and now the trans fad's over. It's over. I mean, it's so over, right? It's totally over. The COVID fad is over, too. And, and so they're, they're like, well, what do we do now? We have all these, like, pro-trans things, and nobody wants it. Yeah, baby. The Lord works in mysterious ways. You start to become aware of the Lord when you start noticing the movings of God. When you start noticing how God is arranging things. I'm noticing in my own life. I'm like, Lord, why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? And then he shows me his purpose. I say, oh, it's not about me. That's right. It's not what do I get out of it. It's what you get out of it. You know? And, you know, I'll do the best I can knowing I've, I've... then you're pleased with me. So I'm really aware of this person in God being, you know, being, you know, being aligned. And alignment equals being pleased, feeling, you know, a warm hand on your shoulder, you know, of the Most High. And then knowing not to worry because He's got all the, He's got all the reactions, no actions, reactions, subreactions. Uh, you know, destiny, pathways. He's got all that. So you just kind of like show up and, okay, Lord, where, where are we going to go? Well, let's stick this thing up their asses, shall we? <laughs> yeah, so the Lord's a rabble rouser. He, 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 he doesn't like people saying, well, this is a world absent of God. You know, and I know I've done that. And that's wrong. He's here in every mind. He's, I see them making decisions for, for Agenda 2030 and just falling flat on their faces. 
They've got this big COVID thing. It's a Hail Mary. We've got to do this or we're never going to make it by 2030. We've got to get it done no matter what. Everyone's going to have to have the jab beginning September 15th or you don't get to do anything. No flying, no nothing. Okay, here's my message to you guys. Let's switch topics and go to this now. Here's my message to you guys. When it comes to that, don't fly. If they say you wear a mask or you don't fly, don't fly. They're not going to say wear a mask or don't fly this time. They're going to say have the jab or don't fly. So don't fly, don't take the jab, and don't fly. Don't lock down. Um, if they, they can't, like, if all of you leave your houses and start driving around, you know, just doing whatever you want, they can't follow. There's only so many police, right? And when that policeman pulls you over, you're just going to say, hey, look, buddy, why are you, you know, evil like a Nazi, you know? Have you ever heard of Nuremberg? You know, it's unconstitutional to put me in my house. I have to be outside. And I, I need things. To, and, I'm, I, you know, your orders are illegal, so I'm not following them. Well, then I'm sorry, I'm going to have to arrest you. Well, fine, then we'll have the lawyer, we'll have the press here, and we're going to put your, pay, your mug everywhere. Because you deserve that. You get to jail, see all your friends. Hey... What happened to you? Well, you know, I was out, uh, you know, taking a walk around the neighborhood, and they just scooped me up. And, and you know, and then obviously, there's a decision whether to be scooped up, to run, or to fight. But that's going to have to be up to any individual. But the main thing is, it's collective. It's you know, the collective disobedience. Civil disobedience is uh, will is it, it will work. It worked with Gandhi. It will work here, but it has to be nothing less than the overthrow of the American Empire. And by that I mean the the American uh, you know corporation that is not the the actual America, but the 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 legal mumbo jumbo with which they got power. That has to be overthrown. And so does Larry Fink have to be overthrown. The, the trillionaire class and the billionaire class both need to be overthrown. That, I, you know, what it means is, have they participated in criminal activity? Yes, then they need to be prosecuted. That's exactly what I mean. I mean through legal means, but it has to be done. You can't let Larry Fink keep walking around out there after he's broken, you know, a million laws. And I know he has lawyers that make it look like he didn't do anything wrong. But if you look at the world, he did a lot wrong. If you look at Maui, he did a lot wrong. You have to get a chain of, of, a chain of events that, that, in, in, that, uh, that leads to these people. You need, you know, Maui, unfortunately, doesn't, you know, Maui is going to get screwed, okay? Maui is going to get screwed. They, they're taking the land right now. The billionaires are taking Lahaina right now because the humble, meek islanders don't have representation. And the billionaires have the craftiest lawyers on earth. And these real estate lawyers are... are, are the reason they put the fence around, why FEMA put it there, is because they've already bought it. It's owned. It's owned by somebody else now. Backroom deal. And you, know, you get Biden saying, I want to build Lahaina back as it was. No. What, build back better? You know, go fuck yourself. He doesn't want to build back better. All he wants to do is just get the heat off him for murdering those children and burning down those nice people. 
A lot of them are lambs, too. There's big faith, big spiritual things going on in Maui. I'm not saying it's all about Jesus. I'm just saying there's a lot of spiritual awareness. You know, there's a lot of, that's what's good about it. So, (laughs) you can't win against God. You're just now trying to drag everybody else into death with you. (laughs) And your demon is promising eternal life, which you will never get. They'll make a cartoon character out of you, and they can run around as an avatar in the digital realm forever and ever, trapped. But, but that's the folly of Noah Yuval Harari. That's his, that's his thing. He's only interested in using the human race to experiment on, to, to, build, a better, to build back better, a better uh, being that he can download himself into, which is not possible. You know, God put the barrier up to the, uh, the tree of life. You know that. The barrier is within us. We can't cross over to another, we can't download into a computer or into an object. God prevented that on purpose because he knew that we would crack the code if it were possible. So he made it impossible, guarded by big angels, giant cherubs with swords, you know, armies of angels guarding the tree of life. The tree of life, because it's misunderstood by humanity, because people never taught it right in Sunday school or church, because nobody seems to understand and the scholars are all lost, will remain a mystery. Because the tree of life, the staff of life, is Jesus. Yeah. It's Jesus. It's, it's, the, it's the, the, the living water. It's the living blood. It's the living... It's the living human beings. It's life. So the tree of life represents life, but it also represents the formula for life, which is, come on, it starts with a C, carbon, biology, organic. <laughs> and what is the purpose then of the entropy of, the, of that life being cut short. Well, God made it so that you'd live to be 120, and he cut it short. You could have lived to be 900, but now he's cut that short, and then they cut it shorter. Um, but still, the life is a, is a test, and a, uh, it's like a choosing ground for the next level. It's okay. Matter is transformed. It's never destroyed. So, you know, people that don't quite make it, they just kind of morph into whatever else, you know? People that do make it, they, they remain, their souls are intact and they go, and they go on into, you know, they, they've, they've, they've gotten themselves to the eternal realm because they, uh, you know, believe in Jesus, one thing, but they follow, they follow, they follow, they, they made the transition. You know, being born again just means, really, it's, it's not about you anymore. Right? It's a, your birth, your old man, your birth is dead. The new birth is Christ, not right? So that's what it's about within you. And that consummation, that wedding within you is the, the, the fulcrum by which 
every single thing that has ever been created abides or depends on. And we can go on and on with philosophy, but I mean, the thing is, is that uh, if you don't have, I mean, if you're a worlder now, um, they're going to cut the money off, they're going to cut the power off, they're going to cut the food off. So I don't know how, without the mana, without the supernatural help, I don't know what you're going to do. Because, see, Satan's goal in this is basically to kill, to kill God's creation. And to dupe you into agreeing. You have to agree to it to get killed. You have to agree to be killed. There's a lot of people now that want to be euthanized. The reason I don't want to be euthanized is because I want to leave it to God. If God wants me out of here, he can take me anytime he wants. I've had a good run. I've, I can't complain. I've, I battled, you know, basically the whole world, my whole life. Because I, I, what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong, Period. And when you're on the wrong course like the world is, the only place you can go is total destruction and complete failure and being a fool. The fool says it in his heart, there is no God. Only a fool says that. Only an, yeah, you know, a retarded, just low IQ, uh, dishonest, uh, you know, lousy character. You know, and if you don't like that about yourself, you can always change because if, the character of Christ is excellence. How would you like to have an excellent character? How would you like to be rooted in excellence, in goodness, in love rather than hate? The worlders are nothing but hate. They hate anything that is ascending, anything that has a good report, anything that has happiness, anything that has... Uh, any kind of purpose, because what they'll do is infiltrate and try to uh, take it down. The gatekeepers want to swat down anything that's truth. So have at it. But I invite people, you know, they, they, can, they can... Well, what they're going to do, I think, with us, is they're going to uh, ignore and act like, you know, everything's normal. They're, they're, they're not going to bat an eye, you know, even though they know there's this glaring problem. And we're just going to continue in that vein. Right? We're, we're going to continue to be, uh, you know, blameless. And we will continue to return good for evil. They lie, we tell the truth. They, they stab you in the back, we... we, we, we uh, Give them the shirt off our back. Not as a doormat, but as spiritual warfare. Lots to learn, folks. Well, I think that about concludes it. Thank you for putting up with that. You know, that song, I had the, the, the rhythm on that. Got all screwed up with this extra bass drum that's in there. I don't know why. It's, I, I was always going to fix it. I was going to shorten the song, you know, and... The Desert Dweller, I mean, I always loved the song, but then I, I got carried away. You know, I got carried away with it. And I, I like my singing on it. Uh, you know, at least I'm singing on, on key, and I'm, I'm, I'm always good with harmonies. I've, I've got a natural harmonizing kind of thing. that I, I just hear harmonies, you know. I like harmony. I like it when it doubles and triples and, you know, it gets powerful. But, um, you know, this, the, what we're going into, I think, 
you, you, you have to kind of agree with me that um, on your own, you, you're not going to. They're, they're not going to make it. They need you to pray for them. They need you to help them. They need your help. I know they're going to shit all over you, but they need your help. They don't know what they do. You know, you don't have to help by just being a doormat. But I mean, they need. I feel very sorry for them. I do at this point. I mean, I, I feel sorry for. I walk into a room of people and I see all these lost people. And I'm like, wow, Lord, what are we going to do here? And you know, so my contribution is, you know, putting my story out there, trying to trying to you know be obedient, be a you know a, a lamb amongst wolves, and 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 be you know kind and and uh, be blameless if possible. Not be a war, but you know, oftentimes there's persecution, and you know it hurts. Well, they know it hurts. They're just amazing. You can, how can you stand it? They'll say, and I'll say, well, I, I, I don't stand it. It's my Lord that stands it. He's looking at you right now. He's looking at you, persecutor, liar, you liar. He's looking at you right now through me. He's looking right at you and what you just did. And, you know, I'm like, please don't hurt him, Lord. Don't hurt him because he doesn't, he's, again, they know now what they do. You have the best intentions for them and they want to kill you. Then again, they killed the goose that laid the golden egg. (laughs) They killed Jesus. Of course, but we needed that. But I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you're not dealing with, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the uh, you know, intelligent people here. You're dealing with deluded people, and there's a big difference. What do you got there, Jay? Tea? I got a cup of tea for you. Okay. Well, she's keeping me going, folks. I know I've got to, I've got to, you know, get some sleep. Yeah, my back was, you know, I've been without cane. And my back was just about there. And then I moved yesterday one inch the wrong way. You did, did all day long until that dropped your phone. Yeah, well, I think I, you know, but it's, it's coming back. What I really need is that go into stuff. Okay. So another shameless, you know, this is, this is a little bit of a plug because, but now I'm like, you know, don't hog it. Um, I've been taking the living water and uh, from the Ministry of Health, which is, um, I can't really remember how to get there, which is Govinda, but it, there's a website. I forgot what it is. <laughs> anyway, uh, I know that a couple of you have gotten, one of you at least I know has gotten, you know, a batch of this uh, living water. I've, as far as health goes, it's, it's the bi- biggest game changer that I've ever had in my life. I, I don't know what it does. I just know that, you know, I'm, I, you know, I didn't know what to think at first. And then I just started and it was like, you know, um, I, I, you know, I really can't explain it. I'd have to be on it a few months or so, you know, before I could really make an evaluation. So, but anyway, it's something, you know, you might want to inquire about. It's, um, you know, it's it's something that's you know not part of any big pharma. You have to kind of get it from a person. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a telemedicine. I, 
you don't go through normal channels. It's just water, but it's not anything to do with the FDA or anything like that. So I can't, you know, I can't promise anything. All I can say is I'm going to take a, a swig of it right now. Yeah, I, I call for it daily. Jeff takes four ounces ah. in the morning, four ounces in the evening. I take two ounces in the morning. Yeah, I need to spray it on this like little cancer thing I got here, this skin thing. Yeah. And um, so it's just one of those things. It's one of those tools, you know. Add that to some good food, you know, good stuff, you know, you know juicing vegetables and fruits and you know just just getting a, a you know really um, healthy routine to combat this plus i'm also on a you know i'm taking ivermectin you know once or twice a week and um you know another sort of game changer that's on the same level as that was the the z flu by dr zelenko they are um gummy bears not bears i mean they're gummies and they you know, therefore the flu. Well, I took them along with the Z stack to compare. And I had a sore throat, side of my throat. And any time I've ever had that, it's gone to a cold and then down the lungs. Bing, bing. And you can say, oh, it's COVID, you know. So I took the Z flu, and I didn't take anything else. I didn't take azithromycin, zinc. Well, zinc comes in the, in the uh, Z flu. It's quercetin, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D3, and elderberry. But I, I don't know how, it's got to be the way it's made or something, how bioavailable it is. Because it just knocked it out at that level, at that side sore throat level. And then another guy got it, got the Z flu, I think based on my recommendation. And he had a similar experience as, as I did. That it really, you know, he had, he had what he said was covid and he took it, and it and it really, you know, kind of, you know, even the playing field. It really was a, it was the turnaround for him. So, uh, you know, and his family. And so it's like, okay, so I wasn't wrong. You know what I mean? I, I mean, that's what it did for me. And I'm so I've, I take that. Um, I take like Z stack pills, like two, every once in a while, you know. But then I take that Z flu at least maybe three times a week, just as prevention. You know, because it's, I don't know what it is. I, I hope they don't change the formula. I got, you know, steroids and, um, which, you know, wreak havoc on your body and, and, you know, antibiotics, which wreak havoc on your body, azithromycin and, uh, steroid, um, inhaler, uh, things like that on hand, you know, if anything busts loose, because, the kind of flu that goes around is, the, I told you many years ago, I got this thing and I wasn't contagious, but it was just like COVID. Exactly. And during that time, I think Alex Jones lost, he lost a, um, an uncle of his because the uncle went to the hospital and they died there. And, and I knew if I went to the hospital, I died, but I couldn't breathe. The wheezing was so loud, I couldn't sleep because it was too loud. It was just, you know, and then... I was around tons of people. No, nobody got anything. It was not, I was not contagious at all. At all. The whole time. And I never felt worse. And then later, some people were saying it was a bioweapon. 
And I believe that. I believe it was, a, it was some kind of terrorist attack or, or experiment, maybe. You know, maybe using the airport. I think I, I caught it down at the uh, Sheridan Hotel at the Albuquerque Airport. I think that's where, where, I, where, I, where, I, where I caught it. And I just thought it was going to go away. I just didn't think much of it when I got on the plane. And then by the time I actually got to Anchorage, I was just like, oh, man, sick as a dog. And I didn't have anything to treat it with. Now, had that been today, I'd be hitting the Zelenko. I'd be hitting the... Um, what would I be hitting? I'd be hitting the, you know, the uh, the, the inhaler. Um, uh, I'd be, you know, another thing that Dr. Stella recommends is using a nebulizer. And I don't have one. I need to get one now. A nebulizer. And then you can take, you know, like budesonide and things like that and put it in the nebulizer and just breathe it in. I got my budesonide, got that. I got the non-drowsy one. I hope that works. And um, a Simbacord, I think, for the inhaler and the, some other things. And I just, I need the, to, um, you know, zithromycin, hydroxychloroquine I have, and I'm probably going to start that up, you know, once a week and the ivermectin once or twice a week. And uh, it's because, you know, look, we have to have a little serious talk. They're, they're releasing... They're releasing the viruses worldwide. The, um, uh, all, all the governments of the world are participating. They intend for the new shot to come out September 15th is what I heard. I heard that on InfoWars, so, you know, I, I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, I, I, I bear witness to this in the spirit that it's, it, they're, they're trying to figure out a way to release it, but they're also saying this time it's mandatory. Well, that's not going to fly, and they know it, and so there, there's, a, there's a little hesitation at the gate here. But then the real goal is when things get really bad and lots of people fall over dead and the news media keeps, the news media is evil. These are evil people. These are disgusting. They're not journalists. Don't call them that. They're the horrors of hell. And all they're going to do is replay that over and over again. People dying and falling over in the street, just like we had with the China footage. So to, you know, to, to, to get it to a lockdown state, you know, and then this time, this is what I bear witness to and in the spirit. I see ahead, you know, that this time they won't let us out. This time the lockdown's permanent unless we all stand against it together. Okay? If we stand against it together, because this time is permanent. I mean, they're, they're going to be like, you know, um, you know, army units driving up and down your street to ensure that you stay in your house. You know, that, that level of and of tyranny. Plus, you won't be able to get food. They'll have to, you know, you'll have to, you know, it'll have to be dropped off in a bag or something at your front door, and they're going to treat you like, you know, worse than cattle. So please understand, this time they mean it. Last time was just a was a practice run. Personally, I'd rather die than than let them patrol my neighborhood and keep me locked in my house. I'd rather be dead. That's a decision I've had to make. I've had to look in the mirror. I've had to look around, and I've had to say, you know, I, yeah, I've had to kind of pull a Patrick Henry here, give me liberty or give me death. I, I do not want to live. Plus, I don't want to live around these people that would comply. I find them disgusting, and I don't want to be near them. 
people that would get the jab, people that wear a mask, and whatever, whenever they're told, they just jump to attention and do it. These are useless. These people are completely useless. Really, seriously. They just take up space. I mean, I don't blame, you know, God for allowing them to be uh, murdered. And that's what it's going to be when people start dying, you know, this winter. It's going to be murder. Democide. So, you know, if people go in their houses and two weeks to flatten the curve and we'll let you out of there in a week, but, you know, you can't go to Walmart this time. They've already announced that they're going to cut alcohol. So you're going to have to be in your house without alcohol. That's, it's a, no, what they're planning is just pure. They're, they want to unleash total hell on you guys. And they're being helped with, with the, you know, with the, all the, you know, the, the, the leftists around the world, you know, who, who you know, comply everywhere they go. You, you know, it's like when I was in the hospital, every one of those people in the hospital is compliant. And they're just like all of them, like these, these same people. And, um, you know, they, they couldn't get their way with me. They were really so mad that I recovered and got out of there. I mean, they're actually mad. That's, <laughs> I'm not going back. Anti-quag, all this, you know, stay on this. You're going to have to be on a blood thinner for the rest of your life. You know, you know really? How about a nitric boost? How about uh, garlic, garlic? How about, uh, you know, um, MK7? How about, uh, you know, how about just, um, you know, improve lifestyle to treat AFib, if, if there is an AFib, which I kind of, now I kind of doubt. How many misdiagnoses did they do to me? They were trying to get it, they tried to get me for alcoholism. You know, they really, really did. I mean, they wanted it so bad. They made me pay for They sent me down to get a, a, a liver scan and, and a nuclear device. Right? I had to drink this liquid and then be scanned. They were just adamant that, you know, I had cirrhosis. They were just like, yeah, you, they just, you know, your, your bladder's shot. You'll be on this drug, that drug, this drug, that drug. You're coming for treatment. You never have a day alone. You're going to be here forever. You know, let us harvest your organs. Have you have you taken the, your have you had your vaccine yet? Well, of course not. Oh, you pariah! <laughs> I I don't take the vaccine because it's poison. It's a bioweapon, so I don't take it. mRNA. Some of them are some of the shots are placebo. Some are kill shots, and some just will will make you will cut ten years off your life. So I'm not doing it. You, you go ahead and do it. Why don't you just commit suicide then, nurse? Huh? Having too much fun with the cadavers? Okay, we got to go out on a song. What song? I, yeah, I played that song for a long time. It was on my vocals I liked. I, the drum beat in the middle gets completely screwed up, and then it comes back, though. I think maybe what I should do, if I ever find that mix again is, you know, collapse it into, like, a more condensed version. But I don't know. I got so many ideas. and so. Well, I need, like, a full-time producer that could just produce. I get it to this point, and then the producer takes it and produces it. I'm done with it by then, you know? Well, oh, by the way, Ether. Where is Ether? Do I have Ether? That's what I want to play. Ether won Best Song at, I don't know what, New York Film Awards or somewhere. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. 
But yeah, it was me and Colin McGinnis and Katie Brooks uh, won best song. Gold, we got gold, gold, you know, gold. We got a gold star on the board. Oh, goody. But still, that's cool that they recognized it. I didn't, totally unexpected. You know, I didn't think the song was, I mean, I thought it was good, but I, I didn't know. You know, I we didn't ever know. You just do your best and put it out there. But, uh, yeah, Ether. Oh, man, we love that song. We need, But we need to find that, see, the mix that's missing, Trish, is um, the, the, the uh, Neve mix, where I use the Neve. Come on, man. Ether. Can't be that hard. Full mix is not what I want. Where is the mix? Well, this is typical that I can't find anything. Yeah, Mac is horrible. Um, what do I do here? Oh, no, come on, man. <laughs> Jeez. I'll find it. Uh, I'm glad you're waiting for me. Ethernet, I don't want that. Ether, uh, Neve. Well, where would it be? I know, it, it, it doesn't exist. It does not exist now. Trisha's like insisting. She's like, she's being the, the the you know she's the kind of like the ultimate executive producer where she's got this whip. You will produce, you will produce. I've got you know ether full mix, but that full mix is not the Neve mix, and I don't want the next to the last mix. And um, yeah, well, I know. Na 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 na. Ether. Neve. Well, it's not on SoundCloud anywhere. Well, this that's a fine. How do you do? Okay, so it doesn't. It, it, it's it's missing. And, what are you doing there? Why don't, look, here's the ball. You're not even going to go get it, are you? Okay, let's see. Where would I get ether? I only have 15,000 versions of it. Why wouldn't I have it now? I got it. I know I have it, but I don't have it here. Ether. I know you guys will love it if I find it. Yes. Ow. No, he's... Again, full mix. How? 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 Okay, you know, I'm plagued because, you know, I create so much stuff that I can't find it anymore. Well, it won best song, and now I don't even have it, and that's that's just so typical of me, being that disorganized. That's just perfect. And my my studio is a mess, and 
everything's all over the place. But then again, you know, I've, I've got my drums set up again. I'm hoping I can, you know, get in, use them to get in, in good shape here. And I, I'm really coming into a kind of a cool drumming thing with um, uh, you know, Lestrum. Like, like I've got a um, you know, small, like ten-inch tom on, on as a you know, on top of the bass drum to a twenty-inch bass drum. You know, with some, like a cannon, and then a fourteen-floor tom. And then on the other side, I want to get a, a snare stand to hold that that tw- that twelve-inch tom. Just like at the same level as the snare, so I can if I go over the hi hat, I can get onto that. So just a whole different kind of approach to the traditional, you know, two toms on top of the bass drum and all. It never worked for me. Um, well, it doesn't exist, Trish. I have focused. I need a rest. It's not anywhere. Look, look at on uh, Cole's page. Look on Cole's page. Well, you know where it might be? Colin's page. No, it's not on Colin's page. No? Where I think it might be is um, in... Um, uh, 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 maybe in, in the archives of email. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm looking. Oh, it wouldn't let me type. Uh, here it is. Yay! No. No. How do I get it? Grab it, baby. Grab it. How do I get it? I need to download it. Download. There it goes. Well, folks, never give up because never give up. No, don't put it on there. Now, let's see if we can... All right, all right. Now, you know, Benz is all over me, you know. I have a weird odor in my on my armpit. I think it's from a supplement. I don't know. Um, okay, so I'm trying to go ahead and put it on there. But the um, playlist is not allowing me to... If I hit... Uh, Well, uh, not allowing me to uh, to do anything really at this point. Oh, I see. I see. No, there it is. Okay, so down. Did I get it? No, 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 no. Um, okay, let's try this. Did I get it? Did it download? Yes, it did. Okay, so finally, I'm just figuring you guys are talking to each other in the chat room. I finally have it. And so we'll go out with this. God bless you, each and every one. Listen, remember, you know, there's a really important that you stay joyous and and smiling and laughing, keeping your eyes on the Lord despite whatever's going on, and and tune it out, you know, and, and, you know, and be blameless. All these things we know, but we don't seem to put them together. We react and we get mad, and we want to f- f- strike back and all that stuff, it's just wrong. We can never do that because we rely on God's supernatural strength. If we do that reaction, 
like the world does, then then we're cutting God out of the equation, and then there goes your you know there there goes the whole program. So I'm really aware of that. That's more important than you know complaining about what they're doing in Maui or anything else. That you that you keep the eyes on the Lord, and then from there move, then go forth from that. Seriously, it's look. I had my mind all on people and what they were saying and thinking and all this stuff. I put my mind on the Lord, and you know what? Boom, gone. Gone. Because, see, people don't even exist. It doesn't matter what anyone says or does. It only matters how you behave and react in any situation. If I have my heart filled with the Spirit, you know, that's where I want to stay. I'm not going to just get down in the muck and start going, oh, yeah, they're, they're really evil. And they're, and we do that here with the news. But we, don't, we need to really build up you know, the encouragement. Because if you're walking around feeling kind of like shell-shocked and depressed, then, then something is very wrong. If you're walking around excited, something's right. You know, excited and because I'm protected, I feel comfortable in any situation. Here you go. God bless each and every one. We'll see you next time. Um, they've been coming more often. I look out. <laughs>